This is the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Discussing all things money and budgeting with your host, Dustin Olson. Everyone, this is Dustin. Welcome back to yet again another episode of the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Today, I'm talking about how do you know how much to set your budget to? This is a common question I get, and quite frankly, even when I was getting started with creating a budget, was a hurdle that I had to overcome, right? How do you know how much to set for your budget, okay? Well, first thing, most important thing, is we already know what the limit is to our budget, and that is your monthly income, right? The the entire amount of money that you make in one month is the limit to your budget, Okay, which means when we try to create budget categories for areas of spending, we can't just pull out arbitrary numbers because, well, they sound nice. Okay, we can't say, well, I'm going to spend $500 a month on a car payment because, well, I really want that car, right? Sounds great. However, probably isn't the most realistic with the amount of money you make. Okay, with that you can then start to divide your budget categories. Now, in today's times, there's a a popular new budgeting method, and and that's taking areas of life and assigning a percentage uh, of that expense, right? Meaning all of your bills, utilities, and expenses should account for 50% of your income. Okay, sounds great. That makes it easy math in creating a budget really easy math however in the in the area of getting out of debt and and putting extra money towards your student loans or credit card debt or what have you is we need to be a little more specific than saying 50% of my income is allocated for bills and utilities and that very well may, may be true, but we're not going to find extra money. Okay, so for me, creating a budget, I categorize all of my spending in Mint, and I have my basic categories. I have eight different categories that I that I work with, and from going from month to month, I would take just my my grocery category. And I would put it into a spreadsheet. I'd say, this is January, February, March, April, and I'd go down the list, right? And I would put in uh, what I spent every month for groceries. And using this spreadsheet, I said, okay, for the last 12 months, three months, or however many months that you're able to track, okay, is I would just say, I want the average number of all of my spending for groceries. That average number is now my budget limit for groceries. It's pretty easy. From there, I can decide if I need more money allocated to groceries or less money allocated to groceries because I have either decided what I'm buying at the grocery store is fluff, it's extra, it's junk food that I don't need. Okay, there's no real value in the extra food I'm buying and so I can I can then decide to lower my grocery budget. But 
A starting point is that average amount that I spend. Why do I pick the average amount? Because it's a realistic type of spending I'm already used to. Okay, Pulling out any other number won't make a ton of sense. Okay, Because while another number might sound nicer, I could either be grossly overspending, okay, or underspending to a point that that money, that extra money in the budget, could be allocated somewhere else. It could either go to, say, a restaurant budget category, or even I could say that extra money in the, my grocery budget category is now going towards my debt. Okay, so creating an average or finding the average number, I think, is probably the, the easiest way to not only maintain realistic expectations with your budget of what you are already used to spending, but you'll also know where your money's going to a point where you can plan on extra money that can go towards your debt. Okay, using percentages based on your income, I think is a great casual way to start. If you're wanting to be kind of half-hearted with it, you don't want to be stressed about it, whatever. Sure, establish a percentage. But even with a percentage budgeting system, you still have to track spending, right? You still, to some degree, have to know whether or not you've exceeded your 50% for bills and utilities or 10% for food, right? Like whatever it is, like if, if you're not tracking it, it doesn't matter what you've allocated for it, okay? If you're not tracking it, it's as good as gone anyway. It doesn't matter how much you make or how much you've spent. There'll never ever be enough to live life in the ways that you would prefer to live life. So, again, how do you know what to set your budget to? For me personally, I track all of my spending in mint.com into my categories. And then going month by month, I put the amount that I've spent in each category. And then the spreadsheet will calculate the average amount that I've spent in that category. That is what my budget limit is set to. And I've talked about this before in other podcast episodes, and I just, I can't stress it enough. If you want to set a budget limit, you figure out the average amount. That's it. Hopefully this has helped you guys. It has helped me quite a bit in establishing a budgeting system that has worked. And I know it's worked because I got out of debt in just over two years because this is how I tracked my money. This is how I knew where my money was going and I can make conscious decisions of where extra money should go and how much extra money I had to put somewhere else. Okay, so I say it a lot, but it works and I know it works. And I hope that if you choose to put it into practice, that even quite possibly prove me wrong, that you'll find that it actually works well for you too. 
So good luck out there, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you want more, we've got more at dreamcrushingdead.com.